Hello, everybody. This is Brandy with I Teach International, and we are having um, my lovely friend, LaQuisha Nelson from Black Girl Abroad. Um, so go ahead and tell everybody who you are, LaQuisha. Hi, everyone. I am LaQuisha Nelson, um, as Brandy said, with the Black Girl Abroad. And I am an expat currently living in Mabula, Kuwait. And I teach in Kuwait City, Kuwait. And um, besides being a an expat, I'm a lifestyle and travel blogger. Awesome. So today we're just going to talk about the, we both have lived, well, you're living abroad. I lived abroad for two years and I'm going back abroad won't talk about what country I'm going to but I'm going back abroad but um, today we're going to talk about the uh, the importance of mental health and being abroad and the importance of self-care and since this is something that you already do because you're into counseling and um, your your, um, self-care and everything else so we kind of want to, I wanted to reach out to you so you can give others advice, especially new teachers, because a lot of new teachers have different expectations when they're coming abroad. And so sometimes they out to what to expect. And so I wanted to you to give some insight. And so the first question that I have, because <laughs> I got questions. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> What are some tips people can do to begin their self-care regimen? Self-care is honestly very important. And I want to put the, or I want to demystify the notion that self-care is selfish. No, actually self-care is very selfless and it helps you to recharge and and be able to give to others. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first thing that I would do for self-care is to start with like a daily affirmation. Whether it's you look in the mirror, um, you're in the shower, you're brushing your teeth, um, you're fixing your breakfast. But start by telling yourself at least three to five positive things. Whether that is, I am well, I am healthy, I am a positive influence, I am helping someone, I am a light and I spread love. But start by giving yourself those daily affirmations to pump up your spirit. Mm-hmm. Because the, the biggest thing that we can do, and I know you can agree, Brandy, mm-hmm. is whatever statement follows I am, that's what we become. You that's know what right. I mean? So if you say I am lazy and I am sorry, that's what you will start to embody. And then you're wondering, well, why is it that I can never get out this slump? Because you're not speaking life into yourself. Mm-hmm. And so that would be my first first starting self-care and then I think after that pretty much everything else falls into play one like self-care is very addicting you know in a way because once you start with one feel good thing you want you're gonna want to continue to do things that make you feel good and feel energized right I agree so just so everybody can know um you are a teacher but you are also a counselor and you're also a life coach. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So she's not just giving you some tips and trades that she just Googled <laughs> on the internet and she got from other sources. She's got no. her own insight and things that she gives to her people that she's worked with and helped and coached with before. Yes. And also what I've lived through, you know, mm-hmm. I, I a lot of people think that when 
you are a counselor that you just lived the perfect life and mm-hmm. none of I, I had to what made me realize I wanted to be a counselor because my life wasn't perfect so mm-hmm. I, these things that I'm telling people is to basically help them with things I wish I would have had during that time instead of having to go to class and figure out through that traditional route mm-hmm. I wish I would at the time when I was actually going through it. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's amazing that you were able to get to that point and you were able to see that because a lot of people they suffer in silence and they don't say anything and then or they go in a different alternative route in terms of their education and so then they're in this industry that is not self-fulfilling and then they right. end up having to talk to people like yourself because they're never feeling fulfilled so that's good that you were able to use what you know to help you that's good thank you so what are some things that teachers can expect when they're moving abroad because i'll speak for myself i lived in kuwait so moving to the middle east is not like living and also laquisha and i are both from houston texas and yes, so yes, yes. <laughs> and living in the Middle East is nothing like living in Texas well Houston rather and you know it was very different you know whether you have been to an Islamic country or not and for me you know I grew up in you know Islam so it wasn't that aspect of it wasn't culturally shocking it was right. other things that I, I witnessed when I was there that was like wow like from having drivers and nannies and right. being catered to 24-7 that was something that I had never experienced when living here in Houston as an underprivileged little black girl so you know that was like wow I done hit it big right Right. <laughs> so, like, what are some things that teachers can expect when they come there? Because I know for me that I wasn't, me and my, my daughter and I weren't really culturally weren't in a shock. It, the only thing that was different was that everybody was speaking Arabic. So that was it. But for somebody else that's coming, this is their first time out. What are some things that they can expect? Because mentally, it can start affecting people. Yes. Um, I will be honest with you and I will share a little bit of my testimony. Mm-hmm. When I first moved to Kuwait, I know this is going to sound maybe uh, weird, but I didn't have any expectations. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's the thing that kind of helped me afloat because what I've noticed is, and of course I had a lot of people in my ear, of course, yes. negative and positive. I had a lot of people like oh my god you're so stupid you're gonna get kidnapped you're a christian how are you gonna wear a cross and how are you gonna do this and how are you gonna well number one i don't wear a cross now so it's okay and number two <laughs> you know my faith is still gonna be my faith regardless and then of course you have people who are positive who overly sold living abroad in my opinion you know you mm-hmm. and i talked about that before with the oh my god all this money and all this and all these trips and all of this and blah blah blah. so it's like honestly the best expectation is to have no expectation Mm -hmm. so i literally came here and was just like look i'm here my contract is for a year if i don't like it i can always go back to houston texas Mm -hmm. and i know that i would have opportunities there 
like I've always just lived my life anyway just going with the flow like I'm I really am a true water sign like I just whatever type of container you put me in boo I'm gonna fix that container but I know people who are not like that so my thing is just to tell what I want all people to realize with making a grand move to move abroad and whatever your reason may be it could be because you see people going on all these trips or you could see you know that it looks like they're doing so much and money just stretches so far when when you get into the reality of it all it's kind of like oh wait this is not how your Instagram pictures look you know and so for me I would just tell those people to come here and make their own expectations. Do not go mm-hmm. off what others told you or have put in your ear and put that little bug in your ear. Go off of your own expectations and then just go around with that good rule of life. If I'm good to others, then guess what? They're going to be good to me. Because mm-hmm. the notion is that everywhere in the world hate black people. And I'm here to, to, to again, demystify that notion. Everybody in the world don't hate black people. I want people spreading that narrative because if you go around with positive intentions, mm-hmm. then that's law of attraction says that I'm like is gonna attract like. So if I'm going around with the utmost positive, upbeat, it's um, you know, vibes, that's what I'm gonna attract back. And even mm-hmm. if something negative do come my way, I'm gonna know how to counteract that with what's important to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. I think a lot of people should just expect one. I think they should expect to, like I said, make their own expectations. Mm-hmm. But then the first thing I think they should expect is to just be flexible. Because this mm-hmm. is not how you were raised. You know, you and I raised in Houston, Texas. The only difference, I mean, the only similarity between here and Kuwait, <laughs> Houston, Texas, and Kuwait is the heat. It's- and that's it. That's it. Yes. You know, be flexible because I come from an environment that is give me what I want, give it to me now. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, in Kuwait, it's not like that. Unfortunately, on this side of the world, if I can just mm-hmm. it's yes. not like that. They don't rush on your time. The sun does not revolve and set on you. Mm-hmm. They're going to wait until it is suitable for them. And that's that. And unfortunately, that's just what you signed up for. So you have to be flexible. You can't come over here thinking that you know all to be all. Yes. And I you know. think that's what happens to a lot of teachers. They have this set in this thing set in their mind, their expectations that they're gonna come there, they're gonna make this money, and they're gonna do this and they're gonna do that. But like you said, when when my daughter and I first got to Kuwait that first year, I didn't ha- we didn't have any expectations either. And I wasn't scared. It was so many people, like you said, that were in my ear that were negative. And even from the time when we were in at Intercontinental Airport in the line, and this gentleman said, why the hell are you going to Kuwait? Right. And I was like, I just had this startled look in my face, and I looked scared. And like, I don't know what to say because all these people, he said it so loud that other people were turning around and looking at me. He said, you should go to Dubai. There's nothing to do in Kuwait. But then when I got there, I realized that this country is so like, 
like no one knows how beautiful this country really is you know what i'm saying and how how much they embrace us you know what i'm saying because when i got there i didn't feel threatened i didn't feel scared for my life um when i I could walk the street at like one o'clock two o'clock in the morning and nothing would happen to me um and then i mean it was just it was totally different and i just it wasn't anything what this gentleman said except for that it was a dry country and who who cares because i don't drink anyway so like you know who cares about that but other than that i was just like what is he talking about really and so if it's little things like that that can kind of set the tone for some some pot somebody that is like easily influenced and they are already kind of like on the fence and not really certain if they're making the right decisions where they'll just kind of go with what that person says and luckily I didn't care and I didn't allow what he said to bother me because my daughter and I we embraced that that culture and we were okay with what we had you know living there even the little things from the fact that we lived next door to a mosque and the call of prayer woke us up I mean my daughter was like 12 when we first moved to Kuwait and so she was so excited to hear that you know and she just sat there smiling and as a parent you know of of a little brown girl that is able to experience something like this and taking her all over the world with me that that was amazing and i didn't just use i didn't use that opportunity to to create memories for her and i hope that other people can do the same thing too and like they can take something away from what you and I are saying instead of like thinking negatively and Brandy I also want to chime in on something you said that was very profound and this made me think of something for mental health um expecting mm-hmm. perfection because oh, I, want to yeah. that, I, I want to say that no place is perfect at Mm-mm. all no place is perfect Kuwait has their little corals, just like America has their little corals, just like UAE, just like Thailand, just like Canada. No place is perfect. But mm-hmm. again, it depends on what your mindset is. If you are automatically mm-hmm. going into it with the mindset of, you know what, this place ain't crap. You know, this place gonna be sorry. I hate, what's the new thing in there, I hate it here. Uh, if, boo, if, you, yes. if you're going in with that mindset, then guess what? That's that's what you're attracting. I wouldn't I wouldn't dare sit up here and say uh, Kuwait is perfect. No, I've I've seen mm-hmm. the, the other side of Kuwait. However, mm-hmm. I from my experiences and my experiences here have been great experiences. They have not been negative experiences. Now, have they been some that make you get oh God? Why am I here? Of course. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you have to remember your purpose and your why for coming. If you're just coming for trips and money, then boo, you're gonna you're gonna be one of the first people to to go home in a month. And I'm just being. I need you to say that again because it's a lot of people that are going to be doing that. Their first purpose is money and to take trips. Let me say that again. If you are coming abroad, whether it's Kuwait, Thailand, Mexico, Guam, um the Netherlands, Germany. If you're coming abroad for trips and money in Sweden, you are going to more than likely 
go home the first week. Because what people fail to realize is this is a job. You are literally coming here to work. So first and foremost, you are here for your job. And your job is a a job is a job is a job, okay? Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat that for nobody. I'm not going to, especially if you're coming over as an educator, because that's the only background I can speak from. If you're coming over as an educator, sweetie, kids are kids. Mm -hmm. No matter what end of the earth you are at, kids are kids. And like I tell people all the time, being here has made me truly realize the difference between just a pure out bad kid and a spoiled kid. Cause a lot of times, like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like we just like to call every kid bad when really every kid is not bad. Now, I've come across here; they are mostly spoiled. Over, you know, you know, and and I can explain the difference. I feel like a bad kid is just a kid who just completely defies authority. So yep. You know, they F the police, F you. You know, I don't care about my mama call my mama. She ain't gonna do nothing. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. A small kid is a kid who just has never been told no. So the moment That's you right. tell them no and give them limits and give them boundaries, then guess what? They may test them the first, second, even third or fourth time. But after a while, mm-hmm. they're gonna learn, oh, she not playing with me. And once they learn that she not playing with me, guess what? They respect your boundaries. And that, that's, that's right. it. So, you know, you, you can't come over here thinking, oh, yeah, this is just going to be trips and, and money. You know, because, sweetie, you're not going to have enough brace to take all the trips you think you're going to take. And, two, you're not going to make enough money to go on all the trips that you think you're going to take. So, <laughs> like, I think that's one of the biggest myths that a lot of teachers think that when they come abroad that you're going to take all these trips like first of all the schedule the 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 class schedule and the the school's calendar shall i say is the, is similar to what would be in america yeah. or whatever country you're coming from so we still have to follow the school calendar do we have a longer christmas break no it's still like what it would be in america yeah. like two weeks yeah and I think a lot of people, I think some people get on social media and they paint, they paint this image as if teachers living abroad are just living their best lives. Some of us, some teachers are living their best lives and some are like suffering in silence because they are one check away from being right. like in the poorhouse because they, they like frivolously spend their money. Um, so, which is another mental but in this- barrier that, and honestly, you're bringing up a lot of them as we're talking, but that's another mental health barrier thinking that you have to keep up with the Joneses, sweetie. You don't have to mm-hmm. keep up with anybody out here. Like, believe me, my 30 something year old body wants to take these weekend trips, like I see the other young people doing, but I know I'm not built like that. Like, I need my sleep, I need my rest. Like, I don't want to be hopping mm-hmm. on planes just to go somewhere for a day and a half and then having to come back just to be ready for work early, early, early for those people who are morning people, who are not morning people, early Sunday morning. Like, no, I don't, I don't have to keep up with anybody. Just me being here is enough, honestly. It, it, it's it. enough. That's it. 
and that was really good what she said because a lot of times a lot of people are trying to keep up with the Joneses and they're trying to you know keep up this image that they're portraying on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and at the end of the day the only person that you have something to prove is the person that you look at in the mirror every day when you wake up it's yourself so the next thing that I want to talk about is kind of getting close to home what we're talking what we're all dealing with now you know LaQuisha and I made a pact to each other that we We'll not be talking about this situation right now. Right. But because we're talking about mental health anyways, it's really kind of important because there are there are some people right now that are having a really tough time dealing with this situation. And they're struggling in silence and they're not saying anything. And it's hard for them. And it could be from they're not used to being at home and dealing with their own thoughts. Because now people are, are being forced to stay at home they're sitting and thinking about their own mortality death is is inevitable this is what I tell my daughter death is inevitable we're not immortal you know what I'm saying at some point we're all going to die someday whenever the man upstairs calls us and says it's our time that's one call we can't hang up on you know what I'm saying so we have to address that issue but we have people that are sitting in silence because they're not used to being by themselves they have to feel the need that they have to be around other people and then it's some teachers that are sitting there suffering because they don't even have any money. Right. And this is what I talked about today because the importance of savings, you know. But all of this goes back to mental health because there were undiagnosed or like they didn't even have, they had these issues. Let's just go back to that part. They had issues already, pre-existing mental health issues yeah. that have never been addressed. Mm-hmm. So what can you say about this? Because I know that there is somebody out there. They may not be telling us specifically, but what advice can you do during this hard time? Because you and I are doing good. We checking up on each other. Yeah. We're doing good. So what about the other teachers out there? And and honestly, Brandy, not trying to be fun. Grew up an only child. So for me, being by myself, was a all day everyday thing like honestly I thrived around people but I honestly as a child could not wait to come home and I'm by myself I'm watching whatever I want to watch on TV I'm you know putting my first mm-hmm. in the oven I'm, I'm I'm hooking up my noodles like that was honestly my my peace my zone and I think growing up as an only child I've had a lot of time to really talk with myself and as crazy as people want to say that is, but it's not. Because guess mm-hmm. what? I how to fight my demons very early in life. So mm-hmm. if that would bother me, guess what? I talked it through. Or I, or I journaled it out. Or mm-hmm. I, I found some way to express myself. And mm-hmm. and I've noticed being here, because not only am I a counselor for the students, I'm also a counselor for the staff members. And wow. now, it has been a lot. It has been a lot, honestly, on my plate just having to be there for the staff coming up with activities to kind of keep their mind Mm -hmm. um, idle Um, and like you said because of what's going on right now it is forcing people to be at one with themselves Mm -hmm. and I think that what happens especially if in abroad you're so used to being on the go and Mm -hmm. I'm going to be on 
I was like that when I came last year. I was like, oh, yes, babe, I'm going to the mall. Oh, yes, I'm going here. Oh, yes, I'm doing this. I'm going to this restaurant. So you so used to being on the go. Yes. And using your free housing to go to sleep. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that you're not used to being at one with yourself. And that's what I'm starting to see a lot of in, in a lot of individuals. They're not used to being at one with themselves. A lot of people are saying, oh, but I just want to be around my family. But you also have to realize, too, that to you, as we get older and we, we mature as adults, it's going to be a time where you're going to be by yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a time, unfortunately, where mom and dad is not going to be around. And you are going to have to step up and be that adult that they have matured you into being and have raised you into being. Mm-hmm. And have done a good job raising you to be that adult because you're here all by yourself right now. So I get the need for wanting to go home. But also I want to encourage people too to face those thoughts. Just mm-hmm. to face them head on. Like that's the only way to get rid of a demon is to face it head on. And I'll tell you, growing up for me, the worst thing for me, like, <laughs> it's going to sound funny, but it's real life. Like, I used to practice my conversations with people. Like, seriously. Because <laughs> I'm like, you're not going to catch me off guard. Like, you know, I, if you're going to say this, let me practice what I'm going to say to to that, that rebuttal. And let me practice what I'm going to say to this one. Because if you give me option A, I got an answer for option A. I got an answer for option B. I like, so I think that people need to do that. Like how a person would talk to themselves and calm themselves mm-hmm. down. That's what they need to do in this moment. Journaling is a great way of channeling your energy. If you don't journal, meditating, praying. Um, guess what? I've been reading books and I have so many that I need to catch up on anyway. So mm-hmm. it's a big deal. Why don't you binge watch your favorite TV show? Mm-hmm. Why don't you cook a, a recipe that you've never cooked before? Um, for men, take this time to do something that you've always wanted to do, whether it was practice singing, doing a dance, doing mm-hmm. something like in the privacy of your home. But nothing is going to come from, no good is going to come from this time we have to reconnect and realign and reassess ourselves if we're not facing the things that have kept us muted for so long, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I've been encouraging people. I've been telling them. I made a Facebook video um, about a week ago about different natural remedies you can do in your home just to kind of clear the energy. Burning cinnamon sticks. Mm-hmm. Burning cinnamon sticks, you can burn them like you would sage or you can boil them in filtered water. And burning cinnamon sticks will, one, boost the immune system because that's what cinnamon does. Mm-hmm. It can, um, it's an old wise tale that burning the um, cinnamon sticks um, blesses you with prosperity. So that can be another vibe that you can have going in your home. What about like, cinnamon also, powder? <laughs> cinnamon powder, it works the same way. It works the same way. You can just put it in um, some boiling filtered water and just let that aroma take over your home. It works the same way. Um, also, bay leaves. I don't know how many people out there know about bay leaves, but bay leaves bring prosperity. They bring health. You can eat. They're, they're edible, so you can eat bay leaves, or you can just boil them. My favorite thing to do with bay leaves is to write down different um, affirmations. So let's say I write down peace, success, tranquility. And then I like to burn my bay leaves because I feel like for me that's a way of releasing better. Um, 
in my opinion. Some people if somebody don't take what you're saying right now, because I just wrote this down about <laughs> bay leaves. <laughs> yeah, take you some bay leaves and write that down. Uh, I mean, and write your words on there and you can burn them. Um, another trick that I use is salt. Just regular table salt. And you will be so surprised how putting table salt in a bowl. And now I will tell you this. I mix my table salt with pink Himalayan salt. Okay. But you mix that in a bowl. Put one in every room. One, your air is going to automatically filter. You're going to notice that you're able to breathe cleaner air with just a bowl of salt in the room. And two, it's going to lift your positive vibes up. It's going to increase your positive energy. It's going to create your creative thinking. Like when I'm in a room and like my salt room, is, uh, my salt bowl is in my living room. Mm-hmm. Automatically when I go in my living room, I'm feeling at ease. I'm feeling at peace. I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, like this cleanliness just coming over me. So these are all just natural remedies that you can do to uplift your mood. You don't have to turn to drugs. You don't have to turn to alcohol. And especially abroad, you won't even have those things, to be honest with you. So <laughs> natural remedies that will help to uplift your spirit. Even taking a shower. Water is a natural remedy. That's why yes. it's the elements of the earth. So get, you in, get in a shower. Okay, if you have some eucalyptus oil or even the plant, put that in your shower, let that steam, hit that, hit that aroma, and breathe that in, and let that water hit your body. It don't matter how long, you can stay in the shower 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes if you want to, if your hot water lasts that long. So I'll be honest with y'all, that's something that don't last that long, you cool, thank you. <laughs> um, but... You know I'm not lying. <laughs> use that. Use these things, these natural remedies to help lift your spirits. Because I'm telling you, when you the first week we went on quarantine, I was honestly upset. Not because I was ready to go home or anything like that. I was upset because I was like, I'm still going on my spring break trip. I just knew I was still going on my spring break trip. And then when I started seeing little by little of the world shutting down I'm like okay this is not about you you know Mm -hmm. this is is about humanity as a whole and this is about Mother Earth you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and this is obviously God trying to keep us still for a reason so let's find something else to do that's going to pick up our spirits Um, another thing I use to um, help with that is humidifiers Mm. Um, I don't know how many people are familiar with humidifiers, but guess what? If you put rose water, rose water in the humidifier with a little peppermint oil, automatically it enhances your mood. And you can use that as a humidifier on your face, like a steam or whatever, just to give you that that sensation. Mm-hmm. But these are all natural things that you can do that's going to help to clear your mind, help you to face these challenges that we're going through right now because believe me, we're not alone. We're all going through this together. You know? Yes, yes. We are. That was really, really good that you said this and you gave us all this information because I have a diffuser and if nobody knows doesn't have a diffuser, you definitely should get a diffuser um, because I use essential oils and I live by essential oils. So yes. 
some of the things that you said, I did write them down because I don't, I weren't, I wasn't doing some of these things, but I'm glad that you mentioned it because this is going to help me and my daughter. So, and I really yeah. appreciate that and it'll help somebody else too. So those who missed it, you know, get yourself some bay leaves, she said. And what Laquisha does is she writes her her positive affirmations on these bay leaves. And after she's done, she burns it and she sends it up to the universe. And it's she's she's basically affirming, basically, right? Yes. That you're gonna get this. You're speaking what you want into existence. And she uses pink Himalayan sea, uh, Himalayan salt and regular table salt to clear the air and she has a salt bowl and she can feel the energy shifting when she uses that I knew nothing about this and so now I'm going to use this and yes. this is cheap this is something that you yes. can order if you're not going to the grocery store and you're not allowed to leave your house this is something if you're living in the Middle East this is something that you can order online from Lulu's or Carrefour if you're here in America in Houston or so on Walmart or Kroger's, H-E-B, whatever, pink sea salt and regular table salt, Morton sea uh, table salt is cheap. Yes. It's not yes. expensive at all. So these tips that she's giving us is not like they're going to cost us like thousands of dollars. These are like no. the most you spend is how much money? The most you would spend is probably $4 if you get the cinnamon sticks, if you get oh, yes. the um, bay leaves, the salt, the rose water is very cheap um, and that's found on like the ethnic food aisles so mm-hmm. all of these items are literally going to cost you less than $5 and I'll, and I'll give you a testimony of how influential the salt in the room is um, because I keep it on my table on my coffee table and it's, it was located in the center I kind of put it more towards the door but honestly one of my friends came by the other day and we were still practicing social distance um but she delivered me like a little easter um like little gift and when she walked in she said oh my gosh it just like it just feels like a freshness in here she said like literally walking in here just feels like a a freshness it feels like Mm -hmm. um you know just a good positive energy and i mean i would like to take credit for that because you know i think i i have a pretty positive home but also i know just the power of those of those elements and we mm-hmm. have to realize that even in the Bible, it says that the salt of the earth. Like, yeah. this is something that has been proven and it's used to clear the energy. And so why do you think in Italy they throw the salt over their shoulders? They're clearing out that bad energy. Like, mm-hmm. this has been proven things that have worked. And so if you want to clear up those energies and that, and that negativity, because I'll be honest with you, Last week, I found out that I lost a family member to what's going on around the world, and oh. I was honestly in a in a pretty low spiritual place. And it wasn't until I watched the resurrection service um, from my church at home that I realized, okay, you know what? Spiritually, I'm I'm a little low. And what I ended up doing was I cleared out my salt bowl and I did a whole new one today with fresh salt, everything. And I noticed that immediately my energy picked up. I had enough energy to get some stuff done around the house. Because at first I was just gonna be lazy. And then I said, no, let me get up, let me do some things. And so it really makes a difference. These things really and truly make a difference. And we never knew that these natural elements that are in 
the world can help us so much. That is so true. And I'm so glad that you mentioned this. So somebody can use this. This can help, you know, help them and they can take something away from this. And before we leave, what is something positive? Like I always end with a positive quote. What's something that you, something positive that you can give somebody to walk away with to kind of help them through this time? I would say something positive. This is a really good question. Um, But this is what's been kind of getting me through everything, that this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's a very good um, Chinese philosopher. I I do not know his name off the top of my head right now. But he quotes that when we live in the past, we find ourselves depressed. When we live in the future, we find ourselves anxious. But if we live in the moment, um, you know, that's something that we should cherish. And I think that right now, we're all living in this moment for a reason. That's right. We are all still here for a reason. We are all being healed for a reason. Whether that means that you needed rest, whether that means it's giving you time to write that book you've been talking about, whether this means it's giving you time to produce those YouTube videos you've been wanting to crank out, whether that means it's giving you time to go back to school. And right now, on school, and I believe schools are offering free classes. Whether this that time for you to spend time with your family that you said you didn't have time to spend, whatever the reason is, this is giving us that time and that availability to do the things that we've been wanting to do. Me, I've been saying I've been wanting to lose weight. Okay, well, what are you yes. waiting for? Well, you've been in quarantine for nine weeks now. What are you waiting for? This is the time to do it. If you've been saying, guess what? I want to do this fashion line and I got the sewing machine in my house. I just haven't had time to do it. This is the time right now. What you waiting for? You got ample amount of time. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that a lot of us are looking at it from a negative perspective. Like, I can't wait to go back outside. I can't wait to do this. Remember when we used to do this? Boo-boo, you living in the past and being depressed. And are you too worried about the future and you overly getting anxiety? Live yes. right now in this moment. And in this moment, you have the amount of time to do the things you need to do. Even if you can't physically be around your people, I know for me the thing was, dang, I'm sleepy. I'll call him later. And later never came. And just mm-hmm. being honest. If I'm just being honest with someone who is moving abroad and you think that your relationships are going to be the same, it's going to be work. And that's for every relationship with family, friends, babe, boo, whoever. It's going to be work. And I know for me the excuse was I'm always tired. Mm-hmm. I'll call them later. I'll call them when I get a chance and you later never came and then the chance never came around. But guess what? Right, right now, I have ample amount of time to reach out to my family, text them every day, call them every day. Me and my mom is actually doing Weight Watchers together. So literally every day, I'm sending her my food that I'm eating. She sends me her food that she's eating. Like we're holding each other accountable. We're able to function. Like I'm even mm-hmm. able to be on this podcast right now with Brandy because here in Kuwait, it's almost four o'clock in the morning. You know? So <laughs> the fact that I have the time now to do all these things that I been saying and, and to be honest, Brandy, before all of this, I was saying how I was tired. I was like, oh, I'm tired. Like, can we just have one day off? Like literally, <laughs> literally that was my wish. Like, can we have one day off? Yes. All these times we've been saying we too tired to cook. Well, boo, guess what? You got ample amount. Like, I don't have no excuses now. 
None of us do. None of us do. And that's what I really want people to take away from this. Because honestly, mental health is my passion. And so for me, I worry for the people who don't know how to handle these things. And if they need someone to talk to, believe me, I am a phone call, text message, DM message away. So you can contact me, you can talk to me, whatever the case may be. If I'm up and I'm available, because honestly, my, my I'm on your time zone now versus my own time zone. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm available, but I just want people to really engulf themselves in this moment right now. Work on those projects. And even if you don't want to work on those projects and you just want to catch up on your shows and binge watch your shows, do that. But do whatever it is that's going to make you sane, keep you safe, keep you in the house, and keep you healthy. Thank you so much, because that was really good. And also, um, like what Lakeisha said, don't look at look at this situation as a negative aspect. You know, like she said, think about it's, this is for the greater good for everybody. And, you know, it can't rain forever. You know, eventually it's going to stop. And so at the end of this situation, a lot of people that I know are journaling, you know, and I think one thing that Lucretia sent me a message of like a ton of things that you can do. And one of the things that stood out the most was a lot of people like going to the club, but now you can go on Instagram and you can party with your favorite DJ and all the celebrities that you used to see on, on TV. You can party with them too, cause they inside with the live thing to party into. Yes. So don't you? So everybody, like Lucretia said, walk away from this, and maybe you can walk away with a new talent, a new gift, a new something, so that way you are still feeling fulfilled, and then you can have something to talk about after and how you uh, overcame whatever it is that you were dealing with, or what, or so on. So how can people, if they want to contact you, how can they contact you? I am available on majority of the social media platforms. I have a LinkedIn. Um, My LinkedIn is LaQuisha Nelson, um, the Black Girl Abroad. I also have a Twitter account at BGAbroad underscore. I have an Instagram, which is probably my most popular um, social media platform. And it's the black underscore girl underscore abroad underscore. And now I'm new to the TikTok family. (laughs) (laughs) And so that is also the black underscore girl underscore abroad underscore. And then on YouTube, if you just put in black girl abroad, I am the first search. Humdala. And so <laughs> my channel and watch my journey of being abroad for these last two years. Great. So guys, if you missed anything, you can con- those are the ways that you can contact Lakeisha. You can replay this episode over and over again. And remember those just essential home health remedies that she gave us and I'll repeat them really quickly before we, we sign off. Bay leaves. Write your goals and your aspirations down on bay leaves and then just burn them. And then she has pink Himalayan sea salt with regular table salt and she uses that to kind of clear the energy and change the vibe and the mood in the room. Yeah. She uses rose water and peppermint oil to kind of also help shift the mood, your mood too. 
You can also use cinnamon sticks and cinnamon powder to do the same thing. And then if you have eucalyptus oil and any type of uh, peppermint oil, you can use that in a, a hot steamy shower and inhale that to just create this, this really good vibe for yourself. I do that all the time. I have essential oils and I mix, I kind of mix my oils up. I don't yeah. even turn the cold water on. It's literally like steam coming out of there. And I close the door and as, after I lather up in black soap, then I'll take a little bit of the oil. You have to be really careful with the oil because you can't go outside after you use it. Well, we're not going outside anyway, but um, I dilute it with a little bit of water and I pour yeah. some of it on my rag with the black soap and I just wash myself and then I pour the rest in the steam hot water and just inhale it. And it, your body just feels, t- you feel different after you get out. You feel really, really clean. You so. do. You don't even want to put on lotion when you get out. You like, look, I can be <laughs> clean and ashy. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> but do these things to help you guys. There's no excuse. Mental health is real. Take care of yourself during this time. And if you if you absolutely feel like there is no way out, please pick up the phone and call nine one one. I am not a doctor. Laquisha is not a doctor, but she is she is certified to help people and guide them through the steps on getting their mental space, get you back in the right mental space. But if yes. you feel like you can't cope, please call nine one one if you are out there and you need, absolutely need help. So thank you so much, Laquisha. And try to get you some rest today. I know you're probably up and about to start your exercising. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much and talk to you later. Okay, bye.